What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 389th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. The last episode... Everyone keeps saying, like, things of a decade. <laughs> last episode of a decade. What, is it? Uh, well, yeah, have, I guess... Have we no, all decided? No, 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 because... I disagree, because there was no year zero. There was no year zero. There's only a year one. Oh. Correct. Okay. So the decade officially starts in 2021 so next Correct. year is the end of the decade but yes there's a lot of people out there who are going to argue with you and say no the zero represents the start it don't the zero is the 10 look at a 10 sided <laughs> die well uh we, we'll... we we are a not end of the decade podcast <laughs> yes. here by majority vote we have one year left to get everything in order although it is officially the start of workplace 2020 so good luck I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. It's me. It's the end of the year. It is. It's spectacular. Sure and is. By 2019, you were a mixed bag. I mean, you started off the year real good, Greg. I started a wedding. How is that starting it off good? Oh my gosh. Will is also here. <laughs> I also agree. That wedding was a portent of disaster. <laughs> And hard look at my year. It's just like it set the pace for just one horrifying, yeah, just one huge disappointment followed by the next. And and here we are, right at the very end, mistake upon mistake piled atop each other. And now I am on the mountain of despair. All right, happy new year. You wanted that's what you wanted, though. So let's be real. You wanted to be on despair mountain. (laughs) <laughs> basically is that one of the sections in the wild area yes <laughs> yeah yeah i believe yeah. you you get uh woobat there despair yep. mountain despair mountain speaking of despair we have some pokemon <laughs> news this week we got I mean, you're not wrong <laughs> some masters pokemon go and some facebook pokemon news all this week not a lot for Sword and Shield stuff, although the uh, promoted and ended Deli Bird came and went. Kind of cool. Pokemon Sword and Shield has yet to get an update to the game. Uh, who knows if it'll ever get an update, I guess. <laughs> Mr. Pokemon knows. Uh, yeah, I think X and Y had f- uh, five updates, and Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon both had two updates each in its life cycle. So who knows? Let's talk about things that get updates all the time, like yeah. uh, Pokemon Go. This is off uh, Tech Radar as of 11 hours ago. This is breaking news. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Pokemon Go. You know, Go- <laughs> that wasn't that bad. That was nicely done. Yeah, oh, that was pretty good. Pokemon Go's away stop contributions disabled due to overwhelming response. Oh, wait, those words don't make sense to me. The contributions that people did for new Pokestops have now been disabled. Oh, I never got to suggest any. You had to be 40. That's I, the, the real to, game okay, listen, begins when you start submitting stops. Let's, let's, wait, stop. First, number one, you guys can go on from this. But listeners of this podcast, I have been level 40 for almost an entire year now. So stop taking away my 40-ness. It is Greg who is not level 40. Oh, everybody how assumes, the tides have turned. Everybody assumes I'm level 40 because I'm clearly the best at everything, but I'm not. I am only level 36. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Look, I'm going to look. Don't. 
Why am I rushing towards the end? I watch you fools doing nothing. Because you could submit three things like I did, and they've been in voting for over a month. <laughs> and nothing has happened, correct? Somebody's, like, they are just sitting there. Somebody's voting on them, I think. Oh, uh, update. I'm level 37. Ooh. When did that happen? Ooh, congratulations. Apparently recently, and I missed I, it. I tried to find the date when I turned level 40. It's not recorded in the app any place I could find. You gotta see, you should have caught a Pokemon when you turned level 40 and named him 40 like I did. So then you remember the moment. Uh, I have better things to do with my life. Thanks. Trainers, due to overwhelming response, we are disabling Pokestop and gym contributions to avoid uh, stability issues. We'll provide an update when it's available again. Thanks for your understanding. Neantic support. Lego Watch continues. <laughs> I have a particular Burger King I need to submit. <laughs> that is that is not culturally significant. You gotta just find like a statue next to the Burger King. Like, does the Burger a King have like a hamburger? The King. No. Is there a statue of the King no. you can submit? No. Why is every other store in the world allowed to be a Pokestop, but the Burger King? Because you like can't trust Ingress players. There's some you you. They don't live by rules. Yeah, Ingress was a wild time. We just marked everything and let Niantic sort it out. What other stores that don't pay them are Pokestops? Uh, the liquor store behind my house? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the liquor is? store is oh, a Pokestop? No. That is because there's a mural in there. Okay, blame it on the mural. Blame sure. it on the mural. And I don't remember if that's the mural that is actually painted or if that's the mural that also has the stuffed wolves in front of it. Because that's in your area, too. When you there weren't no here, Will, we, we read what could and could not be Pokestops, and Correct. I believe liquor stores were not allowed. No adult entertainment stores. And there's some adults being entertained in that liquor store. Uh, I've been to that liquor store several times. There is no entertainment happening there. There was a uh, Pokemon Go event this weekend. Maybe poorly advertised. There was? I don't know. There was. Uh, they had it where. Um, oh, is that the Glaceon thing? Red Ice came back. Oh yeah. And uh, Glaceon would get last resort if you evolved it during a Glacier Lure during the event. It was from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I can give you my report. I went out for it. I was like, you know what? I want to get a uh, Cryogonal, Cryogonal, sure. And uh, I got zero, and I went mm. to the park, Elm Grove Village Park. I went. It's where I've done a lot of community days, a lot of people there. Uh, in February, when it was like 14 degrees outside and snow, I drove through it. And I was blown away about how... I'm not blown away, actually. People in Wisconsin wear shorts when it's like 20 degrees. So I'm yes. not really blown away, but the amount of people playing Pokemon Go in 14 degree snowy weather, I don't remember which Pokemon it was. It might have been January, it might have been February. Either way, I was like, okay, not as cold. It's a weekend after Christmas. People probably have nothing to do. I went to this park. Zero people. Zero the w I found okay I lied one person in their car <laughs> idling near the one glacier lure they put up at one Pokestop in front of the library connected to this park there was five reg ices happening at once because there was like seven gyms in this park nobody 
I, I get it's not it's it's hard to compare these days to a community day, but this is the week where they've also increased it where you can hold 20 gifts and you can open 40 gifts instead of 20 and you can hold 20 instead of 10. I am struggling to even open 10 gifts for my 200 friends on my friends list. Like, I, I no know. one I is playing presents. I know. well, I mean, I've been doing the best I can, but yeah. I haven't left my house since the 18th. That's not true. You and I played magic the other night. This podcast is all full of lies. I beat Greg at magic on Thursday night. You did. There, <laughs> through a cheaty way, cheater. There's no cheating. <laughs> I guess I'm in a position where I'm assuming... So we don't know, right? We know that during the Halloween event, they featured Yeah Mask, and then they took away our Yeah Mask. You cannot currently, in this state of the game, go out and find a Yeah Mask. It's gone. Forever. Not forever. It'll probably Not come forever. back. forever. Nothing's forever. So they said Cryogonal. 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 Yeah. They said Cryogonal will appear with Glacier Lures. 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 There you lures. Go. Lures. And we have reports now that it will spawn when it's snowing. Now, mm. I am blessed to live in an area. I don't know if blessed <laughs> is the right word. I am. I happen to be in an area where it snows. Uh, it is 50 degrees today in Wisconsin. So uh, I don't know if we're getting snow anytime soon. You guys are supposed to get snow tonight. Yep. After it rained. So it's all going to be frozen and deadly on the roads. After disappointed with the park, went to the mall. I put up two glacier lures. Oh, good job. In between the two, in 45 minutes, no snowflakes spawned. I got a Lapras that spawned that ran away, but no snowflakes. So I have yet to get one. So I'm worried if, is this going to be the yeah mask of the season or the deli bird of the season where they do say it spawns in snow, but... I can't make the snow arrive to Wisconsin any quicker, and I'm, I already spent, what is a glacier lure, two bucks? I spent four bucks. I'm out. I tapped out. <laughs> this Pokemon is not worth more than four dollars. I would argue it's not even worth two dollars. It is not. <laughs> but I tried. I was like, you know what? Maybe other people in the mall, you know, maybe they'll be happy. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, this is a bad, this is a bad event. But I, I don't know if I blame Niantic completely. Or if people are just burnt out of Pokemon Go. Because that's what it seems like, at well, least on my friends list. It, It's also the holidays, right? Like, I would not go to the Mall of America unless I absolutely had to, or any other mall leading up to Christmas. And then after dealing with my family and everybody else around Christmas, there was no way I wanted to leave my house unless I had to. I was not playing. Like, I, I cracked it open a couple of times when I like went to the gym and remembered, oh... I should play that game. But there's just nothing there's just nothing interesting happening in it right now. There's I mean, nothing Delibird. Hey, there ha and there hasn't been a community day in a while. And I guess these events that they've been doing for the the holiday time period just haven't been enough of a draw you don't to get think people Stantler out there. Like, go I got a Stantley with Bells at Fantasy Flight Game Center. I mean they also updated Team Rocket stuff. So yeah. Team Rocket was updated, they brought back Delibird, they had new Pikachu. Uh, new egg rotation, new uh, team. Ro I already said team rocket. Uh, yep. Updated gifts. Yeah, but all of these things. I mean, besides the updated gifts, which if no, I'll actually take that back. All of these things they they Free benefit the dedic 
the dedicated player, but yeah. for the casual player, it's like I'm not even going to notice it. So sorry, missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, to have to pay two dollars to get us the snowflake one when we all know if we just wait is going to come around in a different form. Just like I haven't been able to capture any of the Swords of Justice, but at the same time, I'm like, well, I'll just wait. I'm a casual player who will probably play the game for as long as it's out. Because well, you don't have to tell us that. Your level in. 37 tells us that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen here, Judgy McJudgerson. Of the, th- of the three of us, I've completed both games on Sword and Shield. Hey, I've completed both. I sped run sword. I got to the I end. defeated the rock gym. <laughs> <laughs> so I will not hear these. We play our games in different ways. I am not a game gobbler. Well, I'm a game gobbler in some ways, but for some games. But it's, it, I don't know. There's like, hey, get Glaceon with a terrible move. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Pay $2 to maybe get a snowflake that's also bad. Okay. Look, Regice is back again. If we're talking casual, Cub Chew and Snowflake Pokemon are, are are definitely not enough. No. You I, I I really sincerely think this Gen 5 rollout sucks. But you think every rollout sucks. No, I thought the Gen 2 rollout was great. Gen 2 was was here are all the babies before New Year's in eggs. Give us your money up front. I understand. I, it's both like reward the players who are hatching a lot of eggs, in, entice casual players to hatch more eggs to get these Pokemon early. But like all Pokemon, they will eventually become readily available. And then they did Gen two, and yeah, Gen two is what hundred Pokemon, ninety nine, I guess if you don't count Cel- Celebi. Yeah. And Gen three was I think what three parts? Like it was a yeah. dump of like forty, another dump of forty, and then another dump of forty or something like that. And then Gen 4, although this is Gen 4's problem, where, like, 60% of Gen 4 is based off of Pokemon that already existed, like Magmar and Electivire. So I kind of understood the, like, trickle effect with that, of like, oh, we gotta gotta get a year of content here. But this, like, you have 156 Pokemon, and how many have we seen so far? Like, 20? Because they're slow, they're doing a slow rollout, and they're it's real like gives slow. you keep things to look forward to. It's fu- it's whatever. I just I feel the like the problem is you want to gobble things up, no, and they're like, no, want, no, no, I this is a fourteen go... course meal. I am comparing Pokemon Go now to Pokemon Go during the summer, which is obviously they're busy. To Pokemon Go January slash February of earlier this year, and my complaint is usually weather affects at least the player base in this area and that wasn't the case this weekend like i cannot blame weather for not seeing anyone out doing this quote-unquote 11 to 7 day um and when i asked other people they also didn't do the 11 to 7 and christmas holidays that stuff understandable but also i to play devil's advocate, I do think Niantic has done enough. I think everything I listed, the gifts, the Team Rocket, the buddy feature, the two new Pokemon, three new Pokemon, I guess, the Stantler with Bells. The, like, that's a lot 
to give a player based on past events, but it but it just doesn't seem like the player base. It just doesn't seem like they're engaged right now. Well, Niantic better fix that problem before they start losing yeah. those billions of dollars they're earning. I every mean, day. we are how we're we're at three years into the game, four, three and a half. It will be four years in January or sorry, July. So I mean, it the game is showing its age, right? Like this is the this is the MMO problem that a game that goes out for X amount of years, people just naturally are like, okay, well, I've played this game a lot and i guess it's fun like there's not a lot in pokemon go that i would consider super fun um <laughs> like the catching mechanic has been the same it's frustrating the gym battles are not fun just tapping your phone forever to to then go into a catch sequence that is still the same catch sequence that is still not fun it's hard to keep up and interested in a game that is effectively the exact same thing for four years. Have, and you, have you guys battled Arlo or Cliff? Or I did. Heck I battled, no. I battled one of them. I forget who. I liked the difficulty level of those. Yeah, it was tough. It made me think about my team, which I think is the most interesting part. Um, and then it, like I, I think, I think I battled Arlo. First, I, I think I Arlo. That's I think I, 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 I failed like four or five times, and then I got her, yep. and then I battled Cliff, just like a day or two ago, um, and I lost once, and then I won, and it f- like felt good. It felt rewarding, and I don't think there was like, there's been battles in Pokemon Go up to this point that made me feel like oh we did it. Yeah, I mean just the fact that getting to the point where you can find them is also a bit of a slog. <laughs> yeah, well, you can pay like, two bucks to skip that. Yeah, no. Because it's not that, like, skipping it to do a harder, not fun battle is not my ideal. And you sort of have to, like, once you sort of know what they're always going to be bringing out, then you have to go, it's like, it's a problem that a lot of mobile games have, like, well... I don't have high levels of those things at this time, so now I'm going to have to try to spend my Stardust to try to level them up because I have to have things that are super effective against these because it's the only way to get past these battles. And that sort of creates a tough feedback loop because you're telling players, like, here's new hard content, but to be able to beat that content, you have to go to things that you don't necessarily understand and spend resources on them that you might be keeping for something else and the rewards are okay like i get a shadow pokemon at the end that's hard to catch it's it's just it it created a weird dynamic that for hardcore players is super fun but for casual people i don't think they're just like no like i tried it once i couldn't get past it and i don't see why i would want to so it's it's sort of a weird there's like a weird striation in the game that's beginning to happen that I think they need to deal with to keep people Definitely. interested. Yeah. And like community days are fun. Like I enjoy going out with my friends, but I like going out with my friends. I mean, we just walk around and I barely look at the phone and, you know, check shiny. Nope. Move on. And it's most, mostly just us having a good time together. And that's fun outside of the game. And when the game keeps becoming like secondary or tertiary or worse, we can just get together to do something else. Like, they have to make it much more relevant 
And I think we're hitting that wall. Also, it's the holidays and it's just it's a weird time. I th- actually think the main thing is it's the holidays and even your hardcore Pokemon Go player, unless they're like a family of Pokemon Go players, well, I mean, they're going to be spending exist. family time. I know. I know. Well, I think that's what I, I think maybe that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an event where I don't have to drag my friends out to do the event, right? Like I went out this weekend for the 11 to 7 and granted I wasn't out the entire time. I was only out for like maybe an hour and 15 minutes max. But I don't think I would have been able to convince Irene or any other friends that play Pokemon Go to do this event because to them it didn't feel like an event. And to me it didn't feel like an event either. But going back to like Community Day, that event, I mean when you break it down it's like yeah you can get Chinese. But it's the same thing it's been the two years. But you go out because your friends are going out and that makes it enjoyable. So even though this event this weekend was bad... If I was with, like, four other people, I would have been like, yeah, the event was okay. We caught a red ice. You know, we found a couple cub chews, you know. I guess, the, yeah, that that is the discussion, is can't, uh, it, even with people being busy, can you make an event exciting enough for people to go out and do without half the group feeling like it's a slog? And a lot of Pokemon Go recently feels like a slog. <laughs> Yep. I mean, the question is, can Pokemon Go compete with holiday traditions? And I think the answer is no. I don't remember. I remember them having events last year, and I feel like we did them. I don't. I also got married last year, so I don't actually remember. (laughs) Yeah, no, we didn't do them last year. I mean, we did them the first year, and like, we still, like, we did Community Day. It was a weird Community Day, but we did it and, um, had, you know, had an enjoyable time, but, the ones that came after, I'm like, well, I already went out to the one place, and I, like, I am definitely not going back to the Mall of America in high holiday time. Forget it. And there's nowhere else that's as good that's indoors. Like, I could do it downtown, but I was I haven't been working for two weeks, so I've been on vacation. So my normal playtime of hitting all the stops downtown, I'm not down there. So yeah. I open it up for the few that are in my neighborhood, for the few places that I did go, and then I'm like... You know what? There's nothing nothing that they're offering right now is that exciting. Yet another hat Pikachu. I, I don't do anything with the hat Pikachus now. I like to collect them. Yeah, but I have a lot. <laughs> and they just sit there doing nothing because there's no there's nowhere to put them. They are stuck on my phone. Well, you know, you have to pay the two hundred coins and increase your storage and And then I can show it to all the other people who would care. And all the people who would actually care have one. Like, yeah, we were there. We caught it together. Like, I'm not showing my mom, like, hey, look at all the hat Pikachus I got. Because she don't care. I mean, but if you go back to the casual audience, there are definitely, like, my mom played Pokemon Go. I just saw my mom today, so that's why I'm bringing it up. I saw my mom today for the first time since she's maybe, like, July, August, and... She's. She told me she hadn't played Pokemon Go in the last two months, so I know she's missing Cub Chew. I know she's missing the Hat Pikachu, and I know in you know three more months when she decides to play, I'm assuming the reason she stopped playing is because it's not nice outside. Um, she's gonna be like, "Oh, I missed that Hat Pikachu." <laughs> <laughs> so like, like those situations exist. Yeah, but they're not like it, like in Final Fantasy where I missed. 
um I don't I don't know the Valentine's Day event where they had yep some heart mount or something yeah the heart chairs oh they're so good so like people do miss events so that that's why you should always catch uh before we spend two hours on pokemon go (laughs) that's uh, why you should always catch end of story did you guys have you guys uh done any of the new buddy feature stuff i haven't because again i haven't really interacted with the game and i feel like i need to be back in my regular routine to really activate it because you know i have to get my rose raid up and running and i'm like i'm still getting candies for the one that i'm walking around with and i'm not ready to pass that up yet i turned it on and i was in my apartment and i looked around for a place to play with my pokemon and none of the places were big enough and i had the ar on which i guess you if you turn the ar plus off then that's not a problem anymore but oh well and then there, that that was the amount of time I was willing to do buddy Pokemon. Stuff. Okay, I I, I I investigated this a little bit because it is a new feature and we haven't really talked about it. When the buddy feature rolled out, I had Cofagrigus. I had a shiny Cofagrigus. Weird flex because you know you can't you can't get <laughs> yeah mask anymore. People then say like I'm jealous of your shiny Cofagrigus. Cool, that's ninety nine percent of Pokemon Go. Uh, <laughs> the problem with Cofagrigus was he's too big. I can't, Will's problem, I couldn't get him in my house. I get you can turn off the AR, but I use AR more than not. And I was like, you know what? I really like ribbons. This devolved into our ribbon conversation last week. I want to get the ribbon on Cofagrigus before I switch. Last, yesterday I decided, you know what? I'm switching. Didn't even get Cofagrigus to two hearts. It is good buddy, great buddy, ultra buddy, best buddy. And Best Buddy gets you the ribbon, and it gets you a CP boost. So I hatched a shiny Alolan Vulpix yesterday. So I guess I feel good about my incubator purchase. <laughs> that's Wait, a- did you, you bought incubators even though they're giving them away for free? Uh, I did because I'm very, cause, because the fear of missing out will. I am worried that I'm not going to get a Santa hat Pichu before they rotate out. So the shop was offering two premium raid passes, two super incubators, two incense, and two four four glacier lure modules for four dollars and eighty cents, which is surprisingly a really good deal because the super incubators are two dollars each, right? The incense are eighty cents each, the raid passes are a dollar, and the glacier lure modules are two dollars each. And you're getting all of that for $5. And that's why I was like, I'm going to contribute to the mall. And I'm going to turn the two Pokestops here into Glacier Lures. Sure, I feel good about my purchase. Anyways, I was like, you know what? I got a weird flex now, this shiny Alolan Vulpix. So I made it my walking buddy. And it is a million times better than Cofagrigus. Because I can spawn it almost anywhere in my house because Vulpix is like 1/18th the size of Cofagrigus. It is very easy to look at the floor when I'm on the couch or in the bed or in my <laughs> office chair and I can spawn it. It is a million not only is it easier to spawn it, it is easier to throw it berries. I had to like lob a football across my house for Cofagrigus to get a berry in its mouth. And with Vulpix, I could I can just slightly push up and it will eat the berry it's been amazing and great 
and I am more invested in this buddy than I was Kafagrigus. I'm sorry, Kafagrigus. You're just too big and too clumsy, and I got to work a lot harder for you, so maybe you'll come back in the summer. A couple things here. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but they added another new item to the store, which is called a poffin. It's a dollar. Poffins. 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 It's a dollar. And I, I finally did the research of what this does. So if you click on your buddy, if you're in your car, maybe wait till you're at your destination to click on your buddy. You have, you can earn a certain amount of hearts a day, and those hearts go to the good, great, best, uh, whatever the last one, ultra. In order to start getting hearts, you have to give your buddy three berries to fill up the meter. That meter lasts six hours. I've complained about that meter because it, I hate timer meters, but it lasts for six hours. And then your buddy will walk around on the map with you. So you can give your buddy treats, and that will give it a heart. You can play with it, which is just petting it when it comes out. That'll give you a heart. You can battle together. That'll give you a heart. So battling is either raids, Team Rocket. Uh, if you do the against uh, somebody, uh, IRL person, or uh, the the team leaders. As long as like the Vulpix or your buddy is on the team, you'll get the points for battling. You get, you get a heart for snapshot, and then you get a heart when you visit a new place. I don't know if this is glitched. Or not visiting a new place is probably hard for a lot of players because yep. you're probably <laughs> Greg on the other side of the room yelling, "Yep, uh, you're probably not going to go out of your way every single day to find a new place." This makes it really easy. This is the pro tip. Don't know if this is glitched or not, but as long as you spin a gym, even if it's a gym you've been to, that counts as a new place. So if you have a gym across the street, which I do, that will count as the new place heart every day. And then the other hearts you get are from walking with it. So you walked two kilometers, you get a heart. You walk another two kilometers, you get a heart. You walk another two kilometers, get a heart. You're not going to get any hearts, though, for the walking together if your buddy is not out with you. Like me, I walked around the mall for about 20 minutes before I realized my Cofagrigus at the time wasn't out with me, so I missed out on a full heart. So where does the Poffin come in? Again, this is some in-depth research that I've, I've, I've looked up. I'm going to give you the too long, didn't read. There is a buddy mood that you can see. And the buddy mood resets at the day every day. I think it's like happy, joyful, surprised. What, there's like five moods. But the last move is like excited. And if you can get your buddy too excited you can earn double the amount of hearts. So instead of getting one heart a day for one snapshot, you can get two hearts for two snapshots, two battle togethers, two play togethers. So if in a day you can earn 10 hearts, if you can get it to excited mood, you can earn 20 hearts in a day, which is I, gets, gets you to ultra buddies faster. So there is a hidden happiness meter that the game does not show you. And the Poffin, the reason you pay a dollar, is it unlocks, it gets your buddy to ultra excited right away, which then gets you the double hearts. So you get double play together, double battle, double snapshot, double visit a place. You know, you can get six hearts from walking together, and then you can get six hearts from giving it a treat instead of the three, three, one, 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 one. So you can do this yourself without paying the dollar. The problem is that you can't see 
how to earn these points. And the points are on, uh, they're restricted on a cooldown of like 30 minutes. Um, the number you need to get to from research is 32. And you get points by doing things. So by walking together, you get three points when you get to two kilometers. But obviously you can't get nine points that quickly because you would have to end up walking six kilometers, which you can't do instantly, right? <laughs> you get three points when you hit the two kilometers and then three points when you hit another two kilometers. But the things like play together, battle together, take a snapshot, you get one point for that, but that's on a 30-minute cooldown. So if you were to set a timer and you would do play together, battle together, take a snapshot, if you were to do that every 30 minutes, that's three points every 30... Well, let's include visit a place too. Um, and so that's four points you can earn every 30 minutes. And then if you're walking together, you can earn another three points. So as you can see, these points eventually add up till you get to 32 points. And then when you get to 32 points, you get the excited. And then you can earn double hearts. So it's really, do you want to spend probably what's going to be three-ish hours of consistently hitting these check marks to then double the amount of hearts you earn in a day? Or do you just want to pay a dollar? Or do you just not care? <laughs> But that is, that's how the buddy system works, if you're trying to understand what a poffin is. All I know is you just did that whole college math thing again, and my brain <laughs> went to another country. Thank you for the vacation in France. I really enjoyed seeing the Eiffel Tower. Good. This goes back to, like, my, why we talked about this past weekend's event. Because now that I know this, and now that I like the buddy feature better, it makes me look forward to an event where I'm out playing with friends, whether that's community day, I guess community day would be the thing I'm looking forward to, and whether or not my friends care about their buddies, now that I actually care about my buddy, since it's not a pain like Cofagrigus was, every 30 minutes I can focus on this, and I can hit that excited naturally while I play. Because ideally, you should be able to hit excited if you're doing like a community day, because you're doing all those things anyways. I mean, I guess, you know, you're taking a couple seconds to give it berries or play it and take a picture. But for the most part, if you're out doing community day, you're probably battling Team Rocket. You're probably doing raids. You're probably walking. So it's very easy to hit that stuff. I think it's, I think it's novel. I think it's fun. I think it can be fun. But I guess I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it. I tell you, when I first saw the ad for it, I thought they had made like a Teddy Ruxpin that kind of worked with Pokemon Go. And then when I found out that wasn't it, I was real disappointed. Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> Greg. I, I know what Teddy what? Ruxpin is. All right. I'm, I'm not going to explain I'm trying, it. I'm trying to play with my buddy Pokemon here and I had oh. to find a space away from my microphone to have enough room to play. Sounds about right. As Greg is trying to feed his Roselia, I'm assuming... Berries. Yeah. Not Roserade. I found it a berry. Well, no, I have Roserade. Oh, it I is Roserade. shiny Roserade, yeah. The one that you gave me. Oh, look it's at like that. a whole thing. Look at that. Full circle. Visit a new place. That will never happen. No, no, no. Are you can do a no gym. You can do a gym. Visit new place is gym. Just a, just a gym. Even if you've been to it. That'll work. Mm. We'll see. Uh, but the, the happiness stuff resets at midnight, or it resets if you swap out your buddy. So if you're looking for excited... 
Start in the morning. Start in the morning. Yes, the two long didn't read. If you're looking for Wake excited, up at five start in the morning. Start in the morning. Uh, I don't know how many hearts it takes to get to each level, but I guess if you're really dedicated and you do, you don't have patience and you want to pay the dollar, so that that's the weird thing. Like if you're if you're dedicated, you're probably going to hit thirty. Now that you know like the cooldowns and the hidden stuff, because I told you, you're probably going to hit it if you play a lot of in a day anyways right if you're playing you know two to three hours a day you're probably going to hit that so i don't know who's spending the dollar i guess you spend the dollar and you take two pictures and get the two hearts and then you're good i mean a lot of people will be like i just want this over with i want the max benefit now i want to gobble this game yeah i guess all right let's gobble ourselves to a break when we come back uh we got some pokemon masters (laughs) and uh some facebook stuff regarding pokemon Pokemon i do facebook i know facebook oh gosh all right we'll be right back okay boomer who's your favorite pokemon who's your favorite pokemon who's your favorite pokemon man chomp man chomp man vapor man vapor man who's your favorite pokemon who's your favorite pokemon Two new Pokemon games come to Facebook. This one is sent in from Gabe from our Slack community. This is off Polygon.com. Pokemon that dude is so cool. Pokemon Tower Battle and Pokemon Medallion Battle now available on Facebook Gaming. I'm going to be honest. I forgot Facebook Gaming was a thing. Kind of me too. It's yeah. very popular for everywhere that is not the United States. <laughs> That's true. I know. I know you're laughing, but I know, it's actually. It's, it's, I I'm not denying that. It's just funny. Pokemon Tower Battle, developed by Bombay Play, is available to play worldwide. Described as unique take on Pokemon franchise, the game tasks players with stacking Pokemon against each other to create the tallest tower. That sounds all right. The picture. The picture in this article is wild, though. I think both these games are very Gen 1 focused. Well, Gen 1 cells. Do you remember in the dream world where you had that game where you had to like do stack ice cream scoops to get the yes. highest stack? Yes, yes I, love I that do game. remember that. As players discover, catch, and level up rare Pokemon, they can compete in real time against friends across a global leaderboard, Facebook said in a press release. It might seem like simple physics-based puzzler at first, but the strategic choices in where and how players stack Pokemon will determine the true Tower Battle Master. I have not played both these games, but or but uh, I do. You, this looks like you play it on your phone. I'm playing it on my computer right now. Yeah, I'm imagining you can do it on your computer. Okay. The second game is called Pokemon Medallion Battle. It's a digital card battle strategy game developed by CG Turbo and it is available in the Asian Pacific region. Trainers can collect, battle, and evolve Pokemon in medallion form. 
and embark on a journey where their companions to win gym badges and complete their Pokedex, Facebook said. Players can also discover new Pokemon introduced every month to create better decks. Both games are available through Facebook's gaming portal as part of the company's instant games platform. So how do you think this deal came? Do you think Facebook approached Pokemon? Oh, I'm sure. They're desperate for games, right? Uh, I think their platform has been, yeah, not doing so well. Their game, especially ever, what was the farming game? Farmville? Farmville, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. Farmville was it? Yeah. Once that's like kind of went out of favor and like Words with Friends was also a Facebook game, if you think about it. Um, yeah. Yeah, they just lost a lot of eyes. So they're looking for anything to get people back onto the platform. I mean, the one that's interesting to me isn't available here. The medallion battle is the one that I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds fun. Well, and I just it's... won my first game of uh, Pokemon Tower. Tower. Nice. <laughs> Bombay Plays is an Indian game studio. They're located in India. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. Probably like Mumbai or something like that. Have a couple other card games on their website. One called 29, one called Kite.io. Some of them are on uh, Google Play and the App Store as well. So I'm curious if, like, maybe this is like a Facebook exclusive for now, but for now, uh, these games then eventually come to mobile. I don't, I don't know if there's a huge advantage besides Facebook paying a bunch of money to keep it on specifically Facebook. Like, eventually, Words with Friends also came to mobile. Yeah. Did Farmville come to mobile? Farmville had to have come th- to mobile. No, actually. I wasn't paying enough attention, but I don't think it did. Were you a farm you were a Farmville player, weren't you, Will? Heck no. Heck no, 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 no. No, 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 no. There's only one farming sim that Will Anderson plays, and it's called Animal Crossing. <laughs> uh Farmville 2 Country Escape is available. Look, is Dizzy B available yet? Yes. <laughs> Don't lie to me. C G C Turbo uh is hiring, I can tell you that much, because that's on their homepage here. They're not secured homepage. Uh they have made it looks like they are a Chinese developer. Based on half of their website is on Chinese. Uh they've made Battle Cat Galaxy, which you can play on WeChat. They have played Fishing Star, which is uh you can play on Facebook Messenger and Line, and they've made uh, Insane Hoops, which you can also play on WeChat. Those are the only three games they have listed, so I guess the Pokemon coin game TCG thing is uh, their fourth game? What was that garbage game that got closed down in October? Pokemon Uh, Duel? I know some people that are very, very upset about Pokemon Duel. That was by a company we never heard of at the time. I have already won two rounds of Pokemon Tower. (laughs) This game is awful. Is it it just like, describe it to us. Is it like a Flash game? Is it better than that? Is it? It's definitely a Flash game. It's like Tetris. It's like slow brew Tetris. (laughs) (laughs) All right. <laughs> don't that it, don't don't do it don't get don't oh, what what is oh. the are there microtransactions not that i've seen so far but there must be because i keep earning pokeballs um as prizes and it's like 
what is that Pokeball going to do for me? I haven't seen how to use it in the game. Oh, I can see that. Ah, I think it allows me to change the Pokemon that is selected for stacking. Oh, this dude just got a Jigglypuff. He's going to... Oh, oh, oh. What, oh, I got a Meowth. Meowth is easy to stack. Meowth is easy to Wait, stack. Wait, are you saying right. Jigglypuff's hard to stack because it's a circle? No, no, no. Jigglypuff is easy. Oh. Lapras is really, really tough because Lapras is a weird shape. But the trick is um, coughing is like a square. Wait, is Jigglypuff not a square? Jigglypuff is a circle. So, oh, I got to rotate the slow poke. Okay, if I rotate. How are you rotating? Bit, there's a rotate button. Like keyboard? No, stay is this... on the stack. Stay on the stack. Is key... Oh, <laughs> is he it... fell off the stack. <laughs> is this keyboard? Is this keyboard control or it's is this mouse? Mouse, mouse, it's mouse, mouse control. <sighs> it sounds like you're having a good time with Tower Battle here. <laughs> this game is terrible. I'm now playing it and it is terrible. It is not. It is. It is not it by is any. It's not by it's any awful. definition fun. Wait, oh no, it's not. How, wait, okay. How wait? How do I went to Facebook and I typed in Pokemon Tower Battle, but nothing popped up. How do I find the game? Uh, I just did a search on Google. Yeah, you can just search it. Oh, it says play game. Don't do it. Don't get sucked into this. Yeah, it's bad. Can we play it against each other? Bad. This looks like just an They're, iOS game, just on yeah, the computer. The friend battle option. Yes. Okay, you can take one Pokeball for free. Oh, William is online. I can challenge because we're Facebook friends. Well, I'm in the middle of a battle right now. Oh, Greg is also um, online. I can set this, a challenge. This... Joining friends. Dave oh, invited me a, to a stack. A pin's here. Okay. I oh, can do it. I can okay. Do it. Wait, no. I'm, I'm in a match with Greg now. Yeah. yeah this is awful. Oh, wait, I got a pincer. Wait, no. You Greg has not. a pincer. Pikachu just yelled at me to wait for my turn. Oh, wait, are we playing together? We're playing against each other. But why are we on the same field? Because I'm trying to make turns putting things on the stack, and whoever is the first one to knock a Pokemon off the stack is the loser. Oh, I see. This game is so bad. Oh, Jigglypuff is a circle. I understand. So, what, did you, me saying that Jigglypuff is a circle? <laughs> you just don't believe me? <laughs> well, no, I was thinking in Tetris shapes of like, oh, maybe Lapras is like the long L and. Coughing is the the no, four no, no. square. I just, it's it's only Tetris because you drop things from the top. Yeah, it's only it's Tetris because like, you drop things. They're not force dropped. Yes, you can oh. rotate them like Tetris pieces, and then you use the Pokeball to I think to swap which Pokemon has been selected for play. <laughs> All right, so on my board I got a there's a Slowpoke. There's two Jigglypuff. Oh, I got an Arbok. Where am I going to put yeah, this? Good luck. Got to rotate that. Wait, you can rotate. Yeah, oh, on the lower whoa. left, there's a rotate. I don't know if that's going to help. Yeah, sure. Oh, this Jigglypuff is just going right in the middle. This is bad. This, this is a bad is game. Really bad. This is like this game is one making bad audio right now. But two, oh, the audio is atrocious. No, this is perfect. This is beautiful. But, but I just two, put a Lapras on top of a Jigglypuff and a Meowth. I'm going to win this one. There's a lot of coughings on our field. Uh, this is like somebody's first, like, game. Putting us out of our misery. Uh, it says some XP. It says I won 3.4 meters. Yes, I forced her with a Lapras. I got uh, <laughs> a square box. I can open it. I got one Pokeball out of the box. I can share that I got one Pokeball. 
Oh, you got to do that. Everybody on Facebook has to know that you won the match. I've increased the level two. All of a sudden, now my game has audio. It didn't have audio before. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah. This is terrible. Oh, this I got a master ball. Oh, it gave me an ad. I saw an ad for cooking. So that's how they... Are... No, you must have lost. I think we've all lost because this is terrible audio. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's a bad game. You heard it here first. Yes. It's, it's it, a bad game. It's like if somebody was in college and they were like, make a Tetris game. And they were <laughs> like, well, we couldn't understand game. the rules of Tetris. Because shapes are hard, so what if we just drop these blobs on top of each other, and then instead of blobs, what if we just change them to Pokemon PNGs? Since I shared my first level up for Pokemon Tower Battle, uh, Dylan um, replied, is it fun, Will? And let me just give you the answer on the podcast, Dylan. The answer is no. (laughs) No. That's a solid solid no. Journalism as as its finest. Speaking of uh, mobile games... Pokemon Masters adds Lance and Dragonite to the game ahead of the upcoming Solgaleo. Solgaleo. I don't know which one it is. I think it's Solgaleo. Legendary event. Garchomp and Cynthia will be added soon. Yep. The new sync pair uh, you will be allowed to scout is the original league champion and his partner. uh, And his dragon partner, Lance and Dragonite. They will have a featured spotlight scout where you have will have an increased chance to obtain the duo now between January 22nd. Cynthia is to be added to the game during the new year, so there's not too long to wait if you prefer to save your gems for this sync scout. There will also be an update coming for the legendary event for Sogaleo. It will begin on January 1st, and DNA has stated that they have taken feedback from the Mewtwo event into account, and they will promise players will have... M- a more enjoyable time during the single-player battles, <laughs> including changes how event-exclusive items can be acquired. <sighs> Greg, I played a lot of Pokemon Masters this week. I did it. Well, why? I had 40,000 gems. You did. <laughs> you did. So that was, uh, that was, I guess, fun? I don't know. Is pulling no. people fun? Open boxes and I had a lot of gems. I'm down to like twenty five thousand gems. I spent fifteen thousand the last week. Uh, I got Dragonite. Got, I got Lance and got, Dragonite. I did too. Uh, but how many of like Bugsy did you get? Where you're like, oh, okay, thanks. I got a lot of Bugsy. I got a lot of uh, the girl. I can't remember her name. She has uh, a Bama Snow. Candace, oh, maybe? Oh, yeah, Candace. I got a lot, a lot of, Candace. of Candace. You always She's... get a lot of Candace. I have some thoughts about Pokemon Masters. <laughs> I bet. The... It's bad. It's... I can... Hmm. 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 It is not bad when you're winning. Correct. How do you define winning in that kind of a scenario? So in my situation, I left off before I left off right before Erica, which is, I think, story wise, it's like the end of the third arc. Yep. And somewhere in there. Yeah. On Christmas Day, they had a special event where you could get, I think, a thousand gems. Or maybe it was three thousand gems. It was like it was a lot of gems. Mm hmm. I think it was 3,000, because you could do a, a full 10 pull. 
And they said you could only do this event on Christmas. And I was like, well, dang. I, well, I guess, whatever. I, I got time. It's Christmas Day. Let's, let's knock out this event. They said I couldn't do the event until I get to Area 4. And I was like, well, I'm only on Area 3, so I guess you're really asking for me to do a lot. Um, no, sorry. Erica is Level 4. Chapter 4. I couldn't do the holiday event until I made it to Chapter 5. And so that resulted in me taking... I was like, okay, well, I pulled a Chris. I pulled uh, I pulled a Phoebe at one point. Phoebe was one of my first five stars I've ever pulled. I had like a Whitney. I had a uh, the the girl with... I had Rosa. That's the one you start with, right? The girl yeah, with Yeah, you Snivy. start with Rosa. Yep. I was like, okay, well, I have three five stars. I have Phoebe. I have Rosa. I have Chris, I guess. And I have like 800 level up books so i was able to level them up to 40 level up manuals i had like 800 of those i had like 300 level 2 manuals and i had like 40 level 3 manuals and i was like whoa i can go from level 1 to level 40 with like two of these level 3 manuals that's sweet so i took all three to 40 and then i was able to crush erica and then i was able to do the christmas event and I was like, okay, that was pretty fun. That was satisfying. I have now, like, a decent team. The thing I will say is the events are nice because I didn't need... Like, if like I did the Rosa Rosa's party event, the one you talked about a couple yeah. weeks ago. And they force you to use, like, specific teams. Yep. Um, and that's fine because then I don't have to worry about leveling up stuff. I just go in. I do the battle. It's It's fine. It's fun, I guess. It's, like, three minutes long. The fast well, the, the fast forward the feature of, is very nice. The sort of dumb thing is is like, oh, you're given these specific things. Can you figure out the puzzle? It's like, well, yeah. And then it's like once you figured out the puzzle, okay, why can't I just run this on auto again? Because your AI can't figure out the puzzle. Well, even I though mean, I did the, it. With the Rosa party, maybe because I just don't know all the abilities and stuff. I'm still learning. I mean, I lost a Cybold, like, once, and I was like, oh, I should probably attack this thing first before I attack the next thing. Yeah. Um, and then I did the two champions story, uh, I guess, limited event. Yep. Um, and that was fine. It was, like, it was actually cute to see, like, Cynthia and La Lance, like, not care about each other. And then when they finally met, yeah. then they started caring about, like, who was better. And I do like how the game was, the game will ask you, like, who do you think is better, Lance or Cynthia? Yeah. Cynthia, and I'm sure they're doing something with that data. Yeah, and so, I do like. Oh, sorry, I do like that you get a chance to use that character in the battle. Like when you're doing yeah. Lance and Cynthia, they give you Lance right away, and you can decide whether or not you like what that character ends up being before you were to invest in the. Because I'm sure somebody would pull Lance. Put a bunch of things in Lance and then realize, ah, maybe I don't like Lance over, I don't know, Skyla or something. So that, like, actually getting to that point to do these events, they seem alright. Although I, I'm i not at a point in the game, I, I missed the Mewtwo event. So everyone said you do the Mewtwo event a million times with the yep. two champions and the Rose's party. You only do it once. Like, you don't get rewards if you do it again. So I don't know why you would. So what they're talking about for the Mewtwo event was the co-op event. That it would do over and over and over again, the tickets, so that Mewtwo would unlock for you. So you had to do them over and over and over and over and over again 
to get all the tickets necessary to to get that sync pair. I will say this. Pokemon Masters does their characterizations incredibly well. That when you're just interacting with the characters, both like when they're being serious and when they're being goofy, it's it, it's really good. It's just that it still doesn't respect your time. I you're getting to the point like, yeah, you had enough you had enough uh they've given you enough things to unlock you get up to 40 and then you can unlock once. But then when you have to get the next set of soda pop to unlock them, it doesn't matter that I have done those training missions a thousand times. It doesn't matter that I know how to get past that puzzle. I have to do it again manually every time because I'm not allowed to skip past that. I'm not allowed to say, hey, I have done this 400 times. Just give me the rewards. Instead, you're going to waste two minutes of my time for a random set of rewards because I still can't trust that your auto feature is going to solve the puzzle that I already showed you how to solve. The things that they do well, like characterizations and the events, like those are fun, but it's mired in all the other garbage that it's just like, well, we want you to keep interacting with this game. And how we do that is we make a false grind. Like, again, they rely on grinding to eat up your time as a way to keep interacting with the game. And it's just like it's a substitute for fun. It's not fun. Yeah. Well, having, I guess I haven't I having haven't to run hit, them. It's not fun. <laughs> I haven't hit the grind yet. Um, so I don't know when the story ends. I know that was a huge complaint. I'm on chapter uh, chapter 13. S- OK, now. I'm on chapter six and I'm way over leveled for what they want because I took I took a lance and uh. Phoebe and Rosa all the way up to 50 right away. So that's been easy. And it's been fun to go through the story and not worried about hitting like a yep. wall yet. You're still in the chapters where you won't hit the wall. You don't start hitting the wall till I think about eight. And then you'll hit the wall hard. And if I hit the wall, I still have a bunch of manuals. Like I didn't blow them all. I still have like 20 plus of the level three ones, which are the super good ones. See, the manuals, the level manuals aren't the problem. It's the it's the soda pops to unlock getting past that. That's the problem. Like, I have manuals. I could level somebody to 100 if I didn't have these steps where I had to get... Oh, you, you mean know, to unlock their level level from, like, yep. 70 to 85 or yeah. whatever it is. Because I need 500 soda pops. Oh, for... I see. I don't know how many soda pops I did. I've only unlocked four characters up to 70, and I haven't spent anything past 70 because I'm not anywhere near in the game where I need that. But... I've been playing every day. I usually do the dailies. I really like the bingo thing. Um, I know they just added that pretty recently, but it gives me yeah, like something to work, work for. Uh, it does like one of my bingos right now is like level up Karina and Lucario to uh, 45. And then I'll get like th- three bingos here, but I don't have Karina yet because um, I'm doing her story mission right now. And then another one is leveling up price and seal. But I... Don't think Price's story. I think you just have to pull that. No, Price's story. Oh, okay. So I was that. That's what I was unsure of. Was like, are they giving me things on my bingo that now they're telling me that I have to like pull more characters? Yeah, I haven't run into a bingo where it says, "Hey, did you randomly get this?" I think all the bingos that I've seen are things that come from the story. Does the bingos like reset? I, I did bingo. Oh, this is a weekly bingo. Okay, that one resets. Yeah. But the beginner bingo just is done now, I guess. Yeah, 
one and done. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I guess uh, I, I guess I'm enjoying my time with Pokemon Masters. I haven't hit that wall yet, but I still have 20,000 gems. I guess I'm going to try to maybe pull Rosa before Rosa leaves. I don't know. Is there any reason why I should install this game? No. Okay. I don't know. It's I haven't put any money into it. Is it still not turn-based? It's it, it's still the weird turn-based. You pick something, you pick your attack, or you can do auto. I will say that one of the improvements they did make is they finally added a queue to the side so you can see how things have stacked up. Because it's not it's not real time. It's real time turn. This So you're adding things to the queue. Yeah, I'm out. This is what Too this is this required. is what I would say. I would say if you're semi interested in Pokemon Masters, this is what I would say. I would install it, I would log in, I would get your they're doing three hundred gems a day. Yeah. I would they are. I would just log in, get your gems. Keep accepting the fact that they keep having bug fixes. Get those gems. And then wait like a month. In my case, wait like three months. And then <laughs> you will come to the game and you can you can go through the story and enjoy it. You can pull a couple characters. Be excited that you pulled like a Hilda. And then remember that Hilda is a really bad name for a main character protagonist. Hey, all uh, the Hildas of the world are currently protesting you. Hilbert, also not a great name <laughs> either. Black Agreed. and white. Really dropped the ball with those names there. That I that that is like genuine feedback. If you are semi interested in Pokemon Masters, I would install it. I would just log in every day and collect your gems and save it for like a rainy day. Save it for like a day where all of a sudden you're uh in a waiting room at the dentist and you have you are need a Pokemon itch scratched. That's why yeah. I knit. Well, I, okay, the part about needing a Pokemon itch scratched, that would be the one <laughs> thing. But I go to a really good dentist, and I wait very little time. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying I put a lot of time in Masters this week, more time than I gave the game a chance when it came out. And uh, it's been good. I don't think it's the best game. I don't think it's the worst, but I've, I, uh, I am... You're still very early in in the process, so... Come back, come back when you get up towards the top, and we'll talk again. I'll also see like what are my limitations when this uh, legendary event starts on the first, because I'm mid game, not end game. I wonder how this event treats me. Like I'm very, I'm curious if it's going to be like, well, you haven't gotten to chapter eighteen, so you can't do this. But I, I yeah, we'll see. I guess <sighs> some sword and shield news here. This is off NintendoSmash.com. Pokemon Company has found 64 errors in the official guidebook for Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. The official strategy guide for the Pokemon for Pokemon Sword and Shield video game. The error was I thought you had gotten me the strategy guide for as my Christmas present and that wasn't <laughs> I true. I you had actually got me a thoughtful Christmas present. You thought that I would like the amount of shade I would have to be giving you. To get you like why I like strategy guides. Yeah, but I feel like if I was to get you the strategy guide, you'd be like, "Oh, Will's too dumb to get through it." I mean, you're not fully wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah I mean that's <laughs> accurate. Yeah, uh, the Pokemon Company apologizes for errors in Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Not in the game, in the guide. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot the word guide. 
<laughs> I mean, they could be apologizing for the game. They haven't done that yet, though. It says th- this is in Japanese, so this is translated. So there could be errors here. Just disclosure. It says the re- the letter reads, "Thank you for enjoying the Pokemon series in the Pokemon Sword official Sword Shield official guidebook story plus strategies plus Galar Encycl- encyclopedia issued by Overlap Company Limited on December seventh. The date and the data." Provided by the Pokemon Company Limited at the time of editing work are incorrect. Yes, and it turned out there are multiple errors based on it. We apologize to the inconvenience to our readers. Now, I guess the only reason that this specifically makes news is because the company that used to make the guidebooks, Prima, went out of business. What? They used to do so many guidebooks. They had the Animal Crossing guidebook that was really good. So if you go to like Amazon or you go to like Barnes & Noble or you go to Best Buy, you can see the publisher for this guidebook is specifically the Pokemon Company. And in the past, the guidebook's publisher would have been Prima. Or back in the day, there was like another one that competed with Prima. I don't remember what it was. That's not like my tip of my tongue. I can't remember specifically who that other company was. It was like Prima and like one other uh, place. Uh, but the errors, Shellos and Gastrodon are the Whisker Pokemon. That's not true. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Shellos or Gastrodon have whiskers. But uh, that breaking swipe lowers defense instead of lowering attack. Linoon and Obstagoon learn Growl. Octillery learns Burn Up. Excadrill learns Slash, which is weird, because it doesn't know Slash, I guess. Um, I, it could. It could Slash things if it wanted to. Uh, almost all of Farfetch and Surfetch level up moves are at the wrong level. Riolu learns Aura Sphere, uh, which is not true. Uh, the only way to get Riolu with uh, Aurora Sphere is by an event. Aura, Aura in Aura, Aura Sphere. Uh, Pokemon Rangers. Sinistee, Poltegeist, Phalanx, and the Fossils Learn Attract. That's not true because they're all genderless Pokemon. <laughs> uh, Mor- Morpeko, or Morpeko, I'm not sure how to say it, learns Taunt. Ice Q learns Rain Dance, which, nope. Duraludon learns Dragon Breath, no. Tyranitar learns Weather Ball, that's going to be a hot no. Drac. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot no. Dracloak and Dragapult learn Encore. I guess, like, there's a lot of things that are wrong with this book besides just general errors. Like, the the fact that a guidebook has errors doesn't surprise me. It's very hard. There's, like, there's deadlines. There's a lot of people working on this book. There's a lot of text. I'm sure something gets missed. And there's a lot of weird Pokemon Period. There's a lot of weird Pokemon. <laughs> There's like a lot of things that have changed over the years. Some Pokemon no longer learn moves. You know, Chandelure in Gen 5 had the hidden ability of Shadow Tag. That was never released. Then they changed the hidden ability in Gen 6. So like things change. Moves change. Abilities change. Types change. Totally understand there are errors. I think the the apology comes from they hired this company to publish a book to or they hired a company to make a book that they themselves published 
as a quality Pokemon product, not only did it have errors, but somebody leaked this book early, which is why there's still that open lawsuit for the person who was taking pictures of the book and leaking, which we will talk about eventually on the show once we once that lawsuit moves forward. Um, but man, it seems like this book hasn't provided anything good for them. No. It's just like, so here's the question. Is it in the world of instant access online? Is there, is there a reason to have an immediate guidebook on release? Or would it be better to wait and put out like a super polished guidebook a couple weeks after you know like is there anything we gain from having it immediately since the internet exists and Serebii exists we um we didn't get the guidebook on release we technically got it a week after which doesn't make sense at all I feel like if somebody wants a guidebook and they want the game they probably want them at the same time like who who in that situation is buying the game and then not playing it cuz they're going to wait a week for the guidebook? Probably no one. But I mean, the intent is that you start playing the game and then you turn to the guidebook when you have problems, not that you read the guidebook and play the game along with it. I don't think that's true. I like when I was a kid, I played through Ocarina of Time and like and Final Fantasy 9 with the guidebook and I like followed along with the guidebook and that was enjoyable What's to me. What's the fun of playing a game? Oh, it's about puzzles and not trying to are solve you, are the you, puzzles. Are you like the per- well, look, we've all have IKEA furniture. There's two types of people. One who oh, oh, reads no, we don't. the IKEA oh, no, we don't. furniture instructions and then one person that goes I don't need the instructions and throws it away because I want to figure out how to build this myself that person does not exist that person 100% exists you've got to be kidding somebody just picks out the oh oh wow I don't ever want to meet that person <laughs> Okay, the, okay. I, they, I mean, they, they have no place in my life the reason for a guidebook though I think is still valid because do you want your kid to be do you want your eight-year-old kid to end up on game FAQs where people are draw- dropping sexist and racist things? Or do you want your, your eight-year-old kid to have a colorful book in front of them and not worried yeah, okay. about what their... That eight-year-old kid is getting it on Christmas a month after the game came out. There's plenty of kids that get Pokemon games on release date, though. Like, I got... Almost every one of my Pokemon games on release dates because my parents knew how much I loved Pokemon. But yeah, sure, there are... So the the other argument, which is Greg's argument, is like you hold the guidebook even longer and then you put a more polished one out. Because I feel like at this point we're better served by having a guidebook that's actually like a collector edition with original art that's, that, that isn't like a full Pokedex because... We don't have that anymore. No, that's coming. That that got delayed, I think. Yeah, I mean, there, it's a separate book. So, like, just make make a guidebook later. 
Well, like, what they did for, for Black and White was perfect. They had one guidebook that was, here's the story part of the game. And then they had another guidebook that was, here's everything that you can do that's the post-game yeah. stuff. And here's some ideas on how to do it. And it's like, here's the battle subway. And here's like all these hidden little things that you might want to be on the lookout for. It's like, that's where the value of the guidebook is. I yeah, agree. no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because like, if you are looking for secrets, you just don't, you you don't know what you're looking for at that point, right? You don't know what the secrets are to even Google. And when you're on Cerebi.com, you got 800 little buttons in eight-point size font, and you don't know what, where you're going when you click on any of those. So, like, if if I was to tell you, hey, if you go into the hotel, the Badoo thing after you beat the game... There is an exclu- There is a special cutscene there. Like no one would ever Google that. No one would ever be like, "I wonder what right. secrets there are." You could maybe find an article where it's like, "Hey, ten things you should do after you beat the game." Sure, that would exist. But like when you go through a guidebook, the guidebook probably has a like section out saying like, "Hey, after you beat the game, go here, go here, go here, go here." I have no clue why this Pokedex got delayed. I'm I'm assuming it's the same reason why the other thing got delayed is because of wh- whoever's publishing these. I think I think having a guidebook is still valid. I'm assuming that the Pokemon company had a lot of faith in whoever made this guidebook. That's why they apologized for it. Yeah. I would assume that this is the, not the last time they're going to do a guidebook. Whenever the next one comes out, the next game, I'm assuming they're going to do it again. But now... Do they still trust this company with a lawsuit looming and now having all of these ish- errors coming out of an official? The, 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 I think the difference is they don't have to apologize for a Prima guidebook being wrong because they're not Prima. Their name is on this as the author and the publisher. And they're, yeah, that's true. They're putting out yeah. this as them. I mean, we know that they hired a third party company to do that. But somebody who walks into Barnes and Noble or GameStop, no one's walking into Barnes and Noble buy a guidebook. Anyone who's walking into GameStop and picking up a copy of Sword and Shield, and the GameStop employee is gonna hawk you the guide, and you go, "Yeah, I guess I would want little Timmy to have a guide, so they're not googling something, so they don't end up on Reddit at the end of the day reading about bad quality animations." This is probably a safer option for them. And then little Timmy goes. The guide says that my Zigzagoon can learn Growl. Growl's my favorite move in the in the world. Why is this wrong? Like, that's now on Pokemon. That's not on Prima yeah. anymore. Little Timmy's got some issues if Growl is his favorite <laughs> <move>. <laughs> Look, ev- everybody's got something that's their favorite that I'm like, okay, sure. That's it. All right. We'll take our last break. And then when we come back, we have question of the week, Pokemon of the week. And uh, we'll wrap up our last episode of 2019. So we will be right back. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Swabby. Swabby. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Rhino. Pokemon. 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 Munchum. Pokemon. 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 Pokem
Pokemon. Slicer. Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Who's your favorite Pokemon? Womper. Before we get to our question of the week, Pokemon of the week, a couple things. G-Max, Butterfree, Snorlax, Sandaconda, Dreadnought, Corviknight, and Scorch are all currently promoted, and they stop being promoted on January 15th. If you haven't gotten any of those yet, you should probably stock up. They're not going to go away, but they're going to go back to being harder to find. Just like currently, G-Max Garboder, G-Max Kingler, G-Max Machamp are hard to find. I would assume, although I don't know, that they're going to promote some other Pokemon, other G-Max Pokemon, instead. Uh, and I would probably assume they're going to do that for the rest of the year. Since they've just proven to us over the holiday, they can promote any Pokemon without forcing an update to your game. So that ends January 15th. There's a bunch of codes also for extra luxury balls, dream balls, uh, friend balls, etc. that we talked about last week. Those also end on January 15th. On top of that, GMAX Meowth ends January 15th. So if you have not gone to Mystery Gift to get GMAX Meowth, do that. Uh, the Pikachu and the Eevee, uh, they go forever. So you're good there in that regards. And then the Twilight Wings anime starts on January 15th. I think they said those are going to be five minutes an episode and there's going to be seven episodes. Uh, I did send out a Patreon update for that, but uh, Irene and I will be covering the Twilight Wings anime each episode on our premium feed podcast it used uh, look this is real confusing uh <laughs> if you subscribe to patreon you get a separate podcast rss feed that you can plug into your podcast app and that's where irene and i did 40 plus episodes of the sun and moon anime season 20 from start to finish i think we skipped like maybe five episodes because they were just filler episodes so at any point if you subscribe to the podcast or if you subscribe to the patreon you get that podcast but in that feed will be the Twilight Wing stuff. And it just has like a more, I don't know, generic cover. It used to say like a Lola Vacation because that's what we called the Sun and Moon anime podcast. But it's just called Premium Feed now because obviously <laughs> Alola is done and the yep. Galler stuff is starting. And one day the Galler stuff will be gone. So it doesn't didn't really make sense to continue calling it Alola Vacation. But anyways, if you're interested in that, I read know I will be covering that on January 15th. And I'm sure something else will happen on January 15th. I don't know. I can't see them. I mean, I guess I could see them taking away all the current promoted raids and giving us new promoted raids and giving us an anime. But I feel like there probably might be one more thing. They're really making everything end and start on this specific day. But that's just... What makes January 15th special? Yeah, it's a wild time. Uh, I don't know. It's a Wednesday. I mean, Pokemon. There, there you go. Wednesdays at one o'clock. No tornadoes in Minnesota. That's yep. <laughs> Pokemon Day is the twenty eighth of February. So, or no, twenty seventh. So, I guess maybe they'll, maybe they're not ready to talk about Pokemon Day yet, or maybe that's when they all get back from their holiday vacation. <laughs> yeah, when is Golden Week? That's the first week of March. No. 
First week of April, I think, is Golden Week. Oh, then that's not it. All right. Quest the Lunar New Year. That's uh, late. Lunala. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Lunar New Year, Saturday, January 25th. Never mind. Doesn't matter. Sorry, Greg. Question of the week. Yes. Maybe it's much too late in the podcast, but it still feels like it came up really fast. What are we answering for the... The question of the week. I don't know the reference to this. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> That's nothing I know either. Get some culture! This is uh, Brandon. We're going to maybe do one or two questions here. This is from Brandon. With everyone uh, talking about Game of the Decade, it got me thinking with all the great Pokemon games that came out in the past 10 years. Uh, with both main series and not, which games are your favorite in the past decade? And it, they have a lot of games. There's a lot of games that came out in 10 years, Pokemon related. Heart Gold, Soul Silver, Pikachu's Adventure, Guardian Signs, Black and White, the Pokemon Trading Game Online, Poke Park 2, Pokemon Dream Radar, 3D Pro, Pokedex for iOS. There's a lot. Jukebox, Sun and Moon, Magikarp Jump. That was a good one. What are like what what's the how what are our top? What's our top one or our top three? Uh yeah, I, let's do top three. Top three games that stand out in the last ten years. Uh all right. Pokemon Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Ugh. Uh Pokemon Black and White were really good. Okay. I did not like Gates to Infinity. That Ooh, that was not, a bad game. Not good. I think. Pokemon Banks in here? That's not a game. Uh, yeah. I mean... I mean, it did come out. Uh, oh, easy. Pokemon Ranger Guardian Signs. Okay. I mean, for me, it's straightforward. Black and White, Black and White 2, and X and Y, I think, were all just fantastic, fun, incredible games. So, there you go. And Pokemon Shuffle is my runner-up. Oh, Shuffle's a good one. I would say, for me... Hmm... Last ten years of Pokemon games. I mean, you should put Pokemon Go in there, right? Like, oh yeah, Pokemon Go is my number. Pokemon Go is my number one. I think, like, oh, easy. Number one. What? I I mean, Heart Gold, Soul Silver's in this list, and that got you started this podcast. That they're bad games. Yeah, those are bad games. Um, (laughs) I think. I think. I mean, if we're talking like most influential Pokemon game of the last ten years, I don't think anyone could argue. We're not talking about most influential because that is clearly Pokemon Go. Yes. Yeah. We are talking favorite. The question is, which ones are your favorite? Oh well, for sure, Pokemon Go, uh, because Pokemon Go is probably the only Pokemon game that I play off stream. Oh yeah. So, like, Pokemon Go, like, I, don't get me wrong, I love, like, Ultra Sun, like, I would play those, like, if my job wasn't, at this point, to play Pokemon, I would be playing these games on my couch with Property Brothers in the background. Ugh, I figured out why I don't like the Property Brothers, and I just have two words, General Akbar. All right, continue. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Admiral Akbar, I'm sorry for demoting. Yeah, But Pokemon, Pokemon Go would be my number one. Okay, two and three. Number two would probably be Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Okay. Three. <sighs> Quest? Quest is good, but I don't feel like at this point I can go back to Quest. Conquest? Conquest was fun. Conquest was so much better than I 
It's a good game. Yes, it's but very it good. But it doesn't have great replayability. I think that's the problem with it. You don't want to go back to it a lot. I feel like I would because I want because you end that game with what six Pokemon and there's so many yeah. Pokemon that you can do. I just don't feel like there's a big draw to go back though. Like the gameplay got kind gets kind of repetitive. So Detective Pikachu. Is that, that in Pikachu? there? Is that what you're Ooh, that game Detective was Pikachu good. Pikachu was good. I Let's mean, go I d- Eevee. Uh, I I don't want to say Sun and Mo- or Sword and Shield because I'm like still in that honeymoon period. Yeah. Uh, although I will say, like, I was thinking about this, and like, Greg, Greg is right. Like, Heart Gold Soul Silver was what got me into podcast. I mean, I think I think Heart Gold Soul Silver is a key. It's like a good starting point, but it's not necessarily your favorite game. Like, it's it's hard I to would, say. Like, write um, write your favorite series because I mean, like, I still like Heart Gold Soul Silver. Like, I still played a lot of it. It's just, I there's just a lot more problems with it than I have fond memories of it, but it's still a good game. Like, it's still fun to play. Well, like, all Pokemon games are, are for the most part, fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, like, nothing Heart Gold Soul Silver does that, like, puts it above other Pokemon games. It had a real good UI. That's the only thing it had going for it. My number three would probably be Black and White 2, uh, honestly. Okay. But... But yeah, like so if I if I think about like how Pokemon Generations have affected this podcast and like my lifestyle, like yes, Heart Gold Soul Silver is what got me into wanting to do a Pokemon podcast. I think Black and White was the games that made me leave my house for Pokemon. And what I mean for that is like that's when I traveled to Mall of America. That's when I started going to tournaments. That's what got me into the trading card game. It's still so wild to me that we were we were at that event, and we did not know each other. Yeah. I think for X and Y, I think that made me reevaluate the podcast. Because mm. in the black and white, I still was... They, we were still trying to, like, think that competitive was, like, the thing to do. Like, oh, we, <laughs> we, should, we should, like, talk about teams. Because that's what people yeah. care about. But X and Y also, like, opened... I guess X and Y changed this show to more of a, like... We're going to hit on everything now. And yeah. if we are into things like Pokemon Shuffle, we are going to talk about things like Pokemon Shuffle. And then Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire made me realize that that I can that there that Game Freak can make a game that I don't like is really what it comes down to. And I know like I I will still play through Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire and I have had an enjoyable time with Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, but uh, that was like a point where I didn't want to play or cover that game because I n- knew I wasn't having a good time and I didn't want to consistently bring that up on the show. Like there's more than enough Pokemon things to talk about that I didn't want the show to be every week me complaining about how that game wasn't what I wanted that game to be. And then Sun and Moon specifically got me into more caring about like Pokemon lore uh, and then Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon got me into both breeding and shiny hunting. And as of right now, Sword and Shield has gotten me to care about competitive Pokemon. So I think like that has kind of been like the last yeah. 10 years of Pokemon for me specifically revolving around main series games. I probably missed a game. I don't know if I did. No. No, that covers all the big ones. 
I mean, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee's in there too, but like that. Oh uh, yeah, let's go Eevee, let's go Pikachu. Those games are good. Those games are really great. Yeah. Like, like I, I think I like those games a lot. Like, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Was it everything I wanted in a remake of Pokemon Yellow? Whereas like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire was not what I wanted in a remake of Ruby and Sapphire. And I know Greg loves those games. They I, are my they are my favorite. I personally Easily. don't like Hoenn or those regions. So I think my expectations were so high to have them fix the things I didn't like about those when I originally played those games. And I think because they didn't change enough. I was down on those games. I think that's my perspective there. And yeah, I guess they added Mega Evolutions, but that was like not nearly enough of what I wanted those games to do. Whereas even if people don't agree with the motion controls and let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. Like I want like the, if those games were just fancy up res X and Y looking games of Pokemon yellow, it wouldn't have been interesting. The, f- the fact that those games actually made Pokemon walk around in the overworld, something I've wanted for like 10 plus years. The fact that instead of just knocking out Weedles and Caterpies and moving on to the next area, the fact that like the catching thing was semi-interesting and at least made you interact with the game in a different way, I thought was like, not perfect, but at least they tried something new because I've already played those games. Like, I know what they are. I don't want to play them again. Well, if I do, I can always go back and play them again. <laughs> Um, but I think, I think Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee took way more risks in new things, and I respect the heck out of that compared to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, which played things way too safe, in my opinion. Mm. I mean, in, in, in the next 10 years, I think that Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire holds up. (laughs) Whereas, like, I don't know in 10 years if the motion controls of Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee hold up. Just hope the battery on my Pokeball Plus holds up. (laughs) I love my Pokeball Plus. I think that's my greatest Pokemon thing of the the past 10 years. I'm not saying the decade, just the past 10 years. Kevin from Slack asks, what are some of your favorite ISE-related memories of the last decade? Oh, boy. Nothing. I can remember. I can barely remember last week. Um... Wap Zip is still solid. It's still a good comedy thing. All the friends I've made and the relationships oh, I've built over my sap. seven years of doing this program. Seven years, folks. Seven huh. years. Yeah, that's a long time. Uh, I mean, when you're as young as I am, that's a oh, big portion of my life. <laughs> I am going to die from this. I mean, the people are always the best. I mean, that's, but that's like. That comes with doing a thing. Um, favorite Pokemon moment? I, like, I I miss the fact that they don't do mall tours. I think those are super fun. Um, I think, like, the black and white mall tour was a lot of fun. They did a lot of good things there. It was fun to run around the mall and see all the things they set up. Favorite ISC? I can't... I, a lot of the ISC-related stuff just sort of... Like, they're immortalized in Nick's music. Music? So, like a lot of the ones that are in there, um, the abundance dance <laughs> is awesome. I like the pumpkin spice latte. I like Wap Zip. Like all those, like all those reoccurring inside jokes are things that like sell me on a podcast and sell me on like best moments. 
But I think a lot of it too is the stuff that happens like when we get together that's not yeah. recorded. Like we just have the best time when we like get together for Pokemon Go Fest or if yeah. we get together for Gen Con or if we uh, have ISE Con in the middle of the winter <laughs> in the most frozen part of the country. You know, that's where we have a lot of fun. We like each other a lot and that's a good thing. Uh, yeah, I guess. I would probably say Nashville Worlds was pretty awesome. I wasn't there. Maybe that's why it was awesome. Yeah. Wow. DC Worlds was good as well. I don't think it was as good as Nashville. Um, I don't know why. I think the Nashville convention center slash situation just seemed better organized, I guess, for compared to the DC one. Fine. I don't live there anymore. I don't care what you say about that city. There's uh, a reason why I left. <laughs> Having a bunch of uh, people who listen to the podcast show up at my wedding was extremely humble and uh, cool. Specifically, Mark, who came all the way from Australia for my wedding. That dude will go anywhere for free food. That's not <laughs> remarkable. Rude. <laughs> I mean, he likes American food. Who I mean, doesn't? that's true. Uh, Steve. Uh, McDonald's is American. Uh, why? Podcast wise, uh, I don't know. I think there was, I, I don't know when it happened, but there was like some sort of shift where, uh, you know, I think what happened was I lost my actual real job. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and I just, I like remember that day specifically of like coming into the office of where I worked. And, like, I already knew the situation wasn't specifically good, but I was like, well, you know, if for whatever reason this company doesn't last, at least they'll probably give us, like, hey, you know, we're shutting the door in, like, two, three weeks. Sorry, but it was, like, came in, hey, we're closing the door at 3 p.m. today. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> if you, uh, if this is upsetting and you don't want to stay, you know, we'll totally understand if you leave right now, but we have all these orders to get out the door and... We're going to call customers that let them know today is the last day they can order. And so, like, I remember the first thing I did was, I think, text Irene. And then I think the second thing I did was text Will. And then I made a really long Patreon post. And I think I posted it on Twitter and Facebook as well. And my, like, the Patreon has always done okay. But to like the number of patrons doubled that day. For the next couple months, because obviously things didn't happen overnight, I just like doubled down on ensuring that I I always ensured or tried to make sure the podcast that came out was the best thing I could do. But like, I was like, this is all I have. So now that I don't have 40 hours of mindless nine to five job, I am going to put that time into the podcast and make it as good as possible or even better than it was. And I think... I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely biased to my own show, but I definitely think that there was like a, a shift in like, this is good, but at this certain point, the show has gotten even better. So I think that was cool to see in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean, definitely a transition point for us. Yep. Totally. Man, if I have to do this for seven more years, I'm going to be 53. Ugh. Dang. Don't. All right. One I, more. I started in my 30s. <laughs> One more question before we go to Pokemon of the Week. Uh, real quick one. What are you looking forward to most for from next year for Pokemon? Whether that is a Pokemon Go update, 
a new TV series, Pokemon Sleep, more time with Sword and Shield, etc. I am looking forward to Let's Go Togepi. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Uh, I'm gonna the sweet Gen Four remakes next year. Uh, what am I looking? I I am I am curious what home will be. Ooh, I am yeah. probably the most curious about what home is going to bring and how it's going to change how we interact with Pokemon, especially since I'm finding trading sometimes particularly frustrating within uh, Sword and Shield. So yep. I'm most curious how having a mobile bank changes how we interact with Pokemon the series. So that's like my most anticipated, like both excited and extremely nervous because it could so easily be terrible. Or it can be fantastic. It could be amazing. Like since Greg took my answer, I will say ah! <laughs> uh, I will say I am looking forward to whatever comes after sword and shield because I don't think just like I don't think that Ruby and Sapphire are better than Emerald or Diamond and Pearl are better than Platinum or that Sun and Moon is better than Ultra Sun Ultra Moon I feel like whatever they put out forward is going to be better than Sword and Shield whether that is a Gen 2 remake a Gen 4 remake or an Ultra Ultra Sword Shield 2 thing. Uh, I feel like it can only, well, you know, Omega Ruby, Apple Sapphire, Sapphire maybe hey. <laughs> told me no, differently. No, 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 no. Hey. But they have never taken a step back. No. They, you know, possibly I, the story wasn't something that you enjoyed, but the game, the gameplay correct, that, yes. that has always yes. been a step forward yes. every single time. There were, they put there were a out. lot of. There are a lot of great things they introduced in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire that that took steps forward. I think the first, like the first game, or the first couple of games, they always play it safe. Like they always want to know what can we do safely at a base level, and then from then on, they start getting more creative, more willing to branch out. So, I mean, it it is going to get better from here. It should get better from here, but right. I mean, it took um, them three years to make this game, right? And now. They have a whole another year to refine or edit this current engine that they're working with. And I'm sure they're moving on to the next engine as well. You would hope. <laughs> I hope so. I would imagine so. Will, give us our Pokemon of the Week. All right. So the previous Pokemon of the Week, which I, it's just been so long since I've <laughs> done this program again. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I like to knit. I like to crochet. I use fibers to do that. Um, I don't like to use acrylic. Um, the Pokemon, it can't produce cashmere since it's not a goat and it's not an alpaca and it's not a worm. So it can't produce silk. Um, so, I mean, that leaves very few options for fibers that it could produce. Its prior evolution has same abilities as it does. Um, well, it shares one ability with a stuffed animal. Um, it shares another ability with Galarian and Farfetch'd and Surfetch'd. And it has another ability that only impacts ball and bomb type moves, which includes, uh, what is it, acid spray? 
because in Japanese that's known as acid bomb. Yeah. Um, and I mentioned the Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival. So who is that Pokemon? It's Ninjask. Oh come on! Now. I said it's not a bug. <laughs> it is dub wool. You yeah. are correct. Because some said that double might reflect... Oh, that's kind of trivia. I don't know. Steve, do you want the trivia? Yeah, do the trivia because Steve's not looking it up. Double may be based on Jacob's sheep. No, a Jacob sheep. A Jacob, <laughs> the Jacob sheep. A British yes. breed of domestic sheep notable for its four horns and black and white coloration. They are so cool. If you ever see they a Jacob are. sheep in, in person, just the fact that they have four horns is so cool. All right. Well, that's pretty much all you can say about double at this point. Yeah, there's, there's not, not a that lot. much trivia out there. Nope. Not a whole <laughs> bunch. Uh, it doesn't have a shuffle icon. I'm sorry. We got, so. That's what we need. Pokemon Shuffle 2. Electric Boogaloo. You can obtain it in... Um, Galar, though. Galar. 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 Galar, yes. If uh, if Hop ever gets added to Pokemon Masters, like it, they're going to put Dubwool with him, right? Like, that is, that oh, is, absolutely. That is his Pokemon. Probably, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you ready for this week's Pokemon? I'm ready. Yep. All right. When I was a child in Hawaii, New Year's Eve was possibly the biggest night for fireworks out of the year. Right at midnight, all of the TV and radio signals would turn to static because the sheer number of firecrackers being set off disrupted, disrupted the frequencies. I even had a neighbor who accidentally burned down his house because he had literally wrapped his home in firecrackers. Oh! True story. Wow. Unfortunately, yike, yike, yike. I have already covered the fireworks Pokemon in Pokemon of the Week. It was at the beginning of last year when I was playing the Pokemon TCG online and built a deck around it. Those were simpler times. There is one other Pokemon with the same type combination as the Fireworks Pokemon, although that is pretty much all they have in common. They certainly do not have the same ability. This week's Pokemon has three potential abilities, while the Fireworks Pokemon has only one, not even a hidden ability. The pre-evolution for this week's Pokemon does not share any portion of this week's type combination. It is a complete transformation when it evolves, if it evolves. This week's Pokemon has appeared in relatively few games, and recently, in Kanto, it could only be obtained through a trade. It has not been seen in Galar, while some of its cousins, like Chandelure, are there. Additionally curious, especially as this Pokemon does not share types with its pre-evolution, is that it learns Flame Wheel, Hex, and Shadow Bone all at levels below level 28, before level 28, which is when it would evolve if you manage to hit that level at night. There you go. That's all your clues. That's all you're getting. Very easy. That was our last episode of 2019. Aww. There it is. But that just means we're going to have a first episode of 2020. Something to look forward to. Um, a new, <laughs> not a new decade for the podcast. Sorry. No. So uh, so to celebrate and start off 2020 right, 
Uh, for anyone who signs up for our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash it's super effective, or anyone who is currently a Patreon member, patron, probably the right word, um, in January of 2020, uh, we'll get some free stickers mailed to them, some ISE stickers. So if you're currently a patron, or if you sign up during uh, the month of January for Patreon, uh, there'll be a little link that goes out. You can fill it out with your address, and uh, I will mail you some stickers. And it's very easy to mail stickers internationally. It only costs like a dollar instead of like 55 cents, because international stamps are not awful. So that's that's some exciting stuff. Otherwise, uh, not much is changing. Podcast episodes will still come out Monday, so we will be back on the 6th, and then the 13th, and then the 20th, and so on and so forth. So that's pretty much all we got. If you want to hang out on Twitch, I'll be streaming. Uh, oh, I'm taking a couple days off this week because my one-year anniversary with my wife. But, oh, uh, whatever. Uh, I will be <laughs> streaming on and off this week. And then all of the following week and then all the other weeks. So twitch.tv slash pkmncast. Uh, we have over a thousand people in our subreddit now. So if you want to hang out on Reddit, r slash super effective for that. And uh, thank you to everyone who has left us a review in Apple Podcasts in the last year. We are at like 1,200 plus reviews. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Will is at Wash in the Sink. Greg is at White Wing. I am at Dragging a Lake. And you can follow the podcast at Pokemon Podcast on Twitter. Otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super goals you make on New Year's are not more effective. Oh, that old rub again it went through that last year i know just bringing it back just a reminder like every podcast on the internet we are supported by patreon a shout out to all the producer level or higher patrons starting with pancakes anthony noah patrick jetsy alex Catherine, pat matrick jeffrey kevin and cygnus Thank you so much for the support. If you would also like to support and join our Slack community, you can do so over at ise.cash, or the link is in the show notes below. I guess it's below if you're holding your phone. Well, or maybe not. Anyways, ise.cash is the easiest way to go there. Thank you for the support. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week.